0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Family Health Podcast, a podcast for families and leaders that want to strengthen families. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, an author, university professor, licensed professional counselor, a life coach, and researcher, and speaker on topics such as trauma, abuse, sexual ethics, and gender, and sexuality issues today. I will be your host. In this podcast, we'll be focusing on four areas. See these as a quadrant, your health, your purpose, your relationships, and your work. Each week, we will be diving into one of these four areas with the goal of challenging you and encouraging you in building strong families. We're sponsored by the Family Launch Academy, a community of families, parents, and leaders that want to see their children launched well into adulthood, prepared for what's to come. Find out more about the community, resources, courses, trainings, and Q&As with me, Dr. Gilbert, and the Family Launch Academy by joining our free Facebook group at facebook.com groups slash familylaunchacademy. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey there, this is Doctor Gilbert with the Family Health Podcast, and I had a question for you. What are the things that influence you, or the people, and wh- who do you put on a pedestal? Who are your idols? If you think about that for yourself as a parent, I want you to think about the people that your son or your daughter are putting kind of in those place, in those places, whether it's music um, icons or, or movies or TV shows or something else. Um, So, also the boundaries that we have around that. I want us to be able to think intentionally how we do this so that we can then have those micro-conversations. So today we're going to look at Influence and Idols, an excerpt from my book, I Can't Say That, an international bestseller on Amazon, or you can buy it at ICan'tSayThat.com. As you know, others outside the family can be powerful influences on our children, especially as they enter the teen years. They care more and more about what others think. They look up to others more than they used to and tend to think less of their parents. But this doesn't have to be the case. Children tend to grab onto a role model as they are beginning to think more seriously about what they want to do in the future. Some will feel pressure to stand out while others hope to go by unnoticed. The comparison factor becomes scary. Looks, talent, status, position, clothing, devices. This is the reality our children live with at school, youth group, and playing on sports teams, bands, and almost anywhere else you can imagine. It is truly inescapable. So, what can we do as parents to be proactive, intentional, and ahead of the curve? My advice continues to come down to our micro-conversations on these subjects as we acknowledge the pressures they are facing on a daily basis. We can turn it around and challenge them to think about who they want to look up to. From my observation of families over the past 19 years as a family counselor, there is little intentionality in truly discipling our children, shaping our children uh, to live and love and be more like Christ. Instead, there is an emphasis on academic and or athletic success, on sports and fun and games, on keeping them entertained even. Or there is neglect. Your children are watching you. They will lean toward embracing your heroes or rejecting them with almost no middle ground, depending on whether they deem that you are sane or not. I know this seems crazy and even funny, but they can easily become many versions of you. They can also just as easily reject everything we stand for as parents and as a family. It is their choice. Key areas that I see influencing this outcome are how we handle stars, whether we have a healthy community, intentionally modeling saying no, and living with boundaries, especially when those boundaries are unpopular. So let's look at stars and idols The way that we relate to celebrities impacts our children. Each parent should be intentional about what they invest their time and effort in, what they watch, and, if we are not careful, who we worship. The culture that we create at home is all they know at first. Are you a groupie to someone? How do you talk about celebrities, sports heroes, singers, and politicians? When does admiring someone for their skill or talent move into idolatry? A key indicator is if we begin choosing games, concerts, and screen time over real face-to-face interactions. I grew up in Chile, South America, and when my family moved back to the United States, I observed an obsession with sports in the United States that has always felt strange to me. It took me years to be able to see any good in sports at all, since I saw it negatively impacting so many friends and families. I finally saw that there was a crucial difference between some families. There are those that worship a team or a sport, and it keeps them from deep, real relationships. And there are families that use sports to further relationships with others by laughing, playing, relaxing, and enjoying time with friends. This is the critical line. How does your relationship with the stars impact your children and family, both in time and in money? How do these impact other relationships when looking at the kind of example you are passing on to your children? What I notice is a lack of community. Why does this matter? Too many of us lack community. Galatians 6.2 reminds us that we must share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. I believe that most of us, especially men, do not know what this would even look like. We attend church, we go to various events, but we are truly friendless. Who are the other adults speaking into your life and into your kids' lives? Men, dads, do you have a band of brothers? I don't mean a group of buddies you spend time with to the neglect of your family. I mean men you look up to and that you could call on day or night if you were in need. Ladies, moms, do you have relationships that encourage you, lift you up, and are women you could call on if you were in need? When I speak of community, I'm thinking of those people whom you invest in, and they in turn invest in you. You should carefully evaluate the communities that both you and your children are investing in. Think about this. An influential teacher or coach can lead a child in a direction opposite that which you would choose for them, or they can come alongside you and be a voice your child listens to when they don't want to listen to mom or dad. Which people are groups do you spend the majority of your time with? Some participate in various sports teams, school communities, or clubs. Others are involved in church events or civic groups. Have you thought intentionally through the impact of those relationships on who you are, not to mention the impact on your kids and family? How can you expand or limit as needed those influencing you, your kids, and your family? What needs to change? Is there anyone that you should be careful to limit spending time with because they drag you down and their cynicism weighs on your soul? Is there anyone that you should invest more time with because they are an encouragement and true friend? Now let's flip that around. Do you bring people down when they're around you? Or are you a source of joy, encouragement, and challenge to your friends? Be extremely intentional with your community. I've seen families and friends choose a community due to the interest of their children that in turn destroyed their family. These activities can end up pulling a family in too many directions and cause harm. The fact is that today's average family is overworked and overly stressed. Choose how you spend your time wisely. Be attentive that you don't push your children in a direction you think is best, but that leads them to resent you and the direction you chose for them. Also, be careful you don't Cater to your child's every whim. Time is not an unlimited resource, and it is good for our children to see us prioritize our time, giving preference to those things that build up our family and our faith. Proverbs 18.24 says, There are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Be that second kind of friend to others, modeling for your children in all you do. Proverbs 17.17, 17, a friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need. And John 15.13 says, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. Now, there also are reasons to say no and live with boundaries. A difficult but crucial aspect of raising children is understanding that boundaries are good, necessary, and an expression of love. Most children, and some parents, believe boundaries are unloving and uncaring. Can you say no to things, or do you struggle with overcommitting? This impacts you, your family, and your children's view of work, church, and others in need. There are so many needs right in front of us, and it seems impossible to say no to anything. We can be encouraged by Jesus' example here. Jesus, in his few years of ministry, exemplified boundaries. He took time away from the crowds and spent time in prayer with his Father. He invested heavily into his disciples, his closest friends. Do we do this, or do we live and act as if we are above this kind of need? Yikes! If Jesus needed them, how much more do we? We need game nights and barbecues with friends, but we also need quiet evenings with just our family. We need to spend time in ministry and time in a hammock. We must take care of ourselves and our family. The amount of sleep you get each night matters and impacts everyone around you. Your body also uses this time to heal and file memories away into your long-term memory. Your time with God matters. Your time with family and friends matters. Rest is rejuvenating. Somehow, these times that are life-altering have been demoted. I believe that a contributing factor to the increase in mental and physical health issues is a lack of boundaries. Why do I say boundaries? In order to eat well, you must take the time to prepare a healthy meal. You can't pick up fast food on the way to ball practice every evening and expect to be healthy. You must carve out space, a boundary, into your schedule that allows you to take care of the health needs of those you love. In order to find rest and rejuvenation, you must set aside time and protect it in your schedule. I heard once of a leader that had a business meeting scheduled on his calendar daily from 5 to 6 p.m. When someone was trying to schedule a meeting with him, they were frustrated that he would not consider moving this appointment and asked him what was so important. His reply was, dinner with my family. When I put dinner with family on the calendar, it kept getting shuffled and seen as a lesser priority. This way I keep it protected. What a great example. Are you setting up boundaries? Boundaries encourage and invite freedom. They create an ecosystem of health and wellness and relationships and spiritual renewal. Philippians 3, 5, and 6 describes how Paul was all-in committed to his interpretation of the law. This led him to persecute Christians and to live his version of perfection. Verses 7-9 through show the shift in priorities. It reads, I once thought that these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. We live for him. Let's help our children choose to do the same. And I hope you as a parent will be intentional in helping build in your your children healthy boundaries um, and that protection, if you will, but it comes from preparation. Thanks for tuning in to the Family Health Podcast. I hope these become valuable resources full of encouragement and challenges as you lead your family well and with confidence and definitely not alone. Find out more about marriage and family life coaching and consulting at healinglives.com. I want to help you and your family be successful in marriage, love, life, and family. Thank you to our sponsor, the Family Launch Academy. To get your family moving in the right direction quickly, check out our website, healinglives.com, for available options that will serve your family best, from counseling and coaching to seminars, online courses, and more. It is an honor to serve.